Hello, and it's Coach Mark Manila here from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. I hope you're well and safe wherever you're listening in the world today, this evening, this afternoon, this morning, I don't know. But anyway, whatever time zone you're in, a warm welcome. Today, we're going to crack straight on into it because I'd like to speak about the country that I'm currently living in. Um, we've got many Filipino brothers and sisters listening, so thank you. Okay, it is brilliant to uh, find you all here. Um, huh? <laughs> um, thank you so much, Marmaring Salamat, uh, for listening to me and um, for putting up with my terrible, my terrible pronunciation of your wonderful language. It is a tricky language to learn, though, right? Um, made a bit harder for me because um, being in lockdown for pretty much all the time that I came to the Philippines. Um, I haven't had a great opportunity to be out there and trying to pick up more of your wonderful and very interesting language, but I'm doing my best now. Um, but uh, that coupled with uh, getting COVID pretty much all the time and uh, <laughs> other health issues on top does make it a bit challenging for me. But I'm loving what I'm learning so far. So, la bam, let's get on with it. Okay. So, today I'm going to be talking about <clears throat> what is the biggest problem um, for the Filipinos. Um, trying to improve your English. I mean, clearly, as we all know, the Philippines is well known for being the most, I think, yeah, the prominent, um, certainly Asian country, um, with the majority of people speaking a good or decent level of English and some really excellent, okay? So um, it's a highly popular destination for many people who don't really want to learn a, a new language, although I still think that you should, at least like even I do, try and attempt to pick up some of the words. Um, because it's respectful and because it makes it interesting. You know, if you're traveling, you are traveling for a number of reasons, but also to understand the culture. And I don't believe that you can fully start to understand the culture without looking you know, at the actual languages. So this is this is why I would say that it's kind of important from my point of view. Now, let's have a good chat today about some of the issues we've got here for English learners um, in the Philippines. Um, this is not a wide sort of sweeping statement to be made here. And it's just my general observations, and I would love to hear from you all, okay? I really want to know um, if this is quite as it is being presented or not. I've done a bit of a search on this as well. And let's talk about some of the tactics that you might be able to use to improve this. So obviously English, um, right, it's, it's one of the languages, okay, now, of the Philippines. And um, it uses, the Philippines uses the English language as an international language for communication. And of course, because the majority of your population has a degree of fluency. Um, now, most of um, the people in the Philippines, okay, um, are also facing difficulties in learning to speak English. Okay, it's true that some Filipinos cannot speak or write English at all, um, and then of course groups of people uh, that we would call indigenous people or groups of people from tribes living in the mountains and villages here, and with adults and parents sometimes who haven't got the opportunity to go to school during their their time here and the children obviously who are in a poor family so this is why uh, for example i'm trying to launch the street kids foundation okay um and that is really a big big thing that we're trying to do here and to get this up and running to help as many street kids as possible and thanks to as i mentioned earlier a very generous um sponsor um from japan um, who has sponsored this podcast, not only am I able to provide obviously nine free places available, you can enter to win that if you're interested and grab them while you can, but also it's going to enable me to start to look at, right, okay, how do we how do we perhaps offer these first sessions to these street kids? So thank you again for that contribution. It has made um, a huge difference and will make a huge difference. 
atmosphere. So the Philippines um, can be considered as one of the most English-speaking countries, as we've said, um, mainly because your schools and universities are teaching English as a subject lesson in class right from kindergarten up to college, right? Okay. And of course, um, you have the growing BPO, the Business Process Outsourcing Services, right? Okay. Um, and what that means is that you get a degree of then um, coaching there in the call centers and those business units as well. The, obviously, there is a growing demand for English teachers here, online English teachers too, because many Asian countries, you know, are, are coming here to learn English in this country. Before we had the pandemic, it was a big deal, a uh, big deal. And of course, your university fee is much cheaper here too. Let's talk about how things start though here. English learners in the Philippines do, you know, obviously it starts when you're children. Um, and obviously, hopefully your parents are encouraging your children to learn English to avoid future difficulties. Then, of course, you go to kindergarten, you're learning the alphabet, colors, shapes, pronunciation. So in addition to your native language, um, English is probably one of the most important languages you are learning. Um, and it's important. Many, many parents are now really trying to ensure their children are fluent in both the English language as well as Tagalog and Filipino as well. So I would say that you are definitely bilingual. Um, the interesting thing is when we get Taglish, so that's a mixture of Tagalog and English thrown together, this gets confusing because sometimes I think I'm listening to a documentary and I think, oh, great, okay, I can fully understand. And then we slip into Tagalog and then there's obviously all the different dialects from the thousands of islands that you have. So it does get a bit confusing for me, but I do my best. Um, okay, the big problem here, I would say, in the Philippines could be discrimination. Um, there are bullies everywhere and, you know, so it's no different for the Philippines really the way and discrimination here. Um, if you think about it, if you, from the age of being a teenager to being middle-aged, you've not been able to pursue a college course, um, then, you know, you might have basic English. This is what I'm finding because you learned it at school, but that was for many, many years ago, possibly. Um, and of course, you know, when you come here, if you come here as a foreigner or a native English speaker, okay, you'll notice that um, many people here live in, in the poor cities. Um, and if you try to have a conversation with some market vendors, etc., this is why you've got to learn Tagalog and Filipino, okay? Um, it would be a challenge, okay, to for them to respond and understand and pronounce the words properly and grammar is broken, okay? So think about it. I mean, you know, when, when you think about it, why would a person who spent years in school studying English still can't speak, say, as well in English as we assumed they could? Well, bullying and discrimination are some of the biggest problems, really. Um, often it's confidence, I have to say. Um, I come across this time and time again with people here being shy, as you'd say, or a bit embarrassed to express yourselves. And because you're not confident enough that your English grammar is correct. So, of course, this is then stopping you from speaking, which then becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So the first tip for you, if you're Filipino, is please speak. Even if you're unsure about your grammar in English, the only way to test this out is by actually trying it and seeing what happens, okay? Um, the main thing is that you get some feedback. You can obviously get feedback from myself and many other coaches out there who will give you some nice correction, okay, and ensure that you are doing it in the right way and you can get more confidence then that you don't have to worry so much. And um, clearly, many of you I've noticed are kind of afraid um, that you might be intimidating in public or made fun of or humiliated. And this is a problem I've noticed here more so than in other countries and nationalities. It's interesting. 
Um, you, I would say not everybody, but many Filipinos are highly critical of their fellow Filipinos and their ability to speak English. You're either expected to speak exceptionally well or to shut up. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's my, my, at least my experience of it. And I could be wrong, but that's what I've observed. It happens also in other cultures too. Um, in Brazil, this happens a lot. Mexico, um, possibly also in Turkey as well. It's a definite social pressure. If you don't sound perfect, you shouldn't be speaking. And that's ridiculous. You've got to have some failures to get it right. So just keep going. Do not be intimidated and do not feel humiliated. Um, when we think about it, you know, clearly, um, and I've got to be careful here, but I would say, you know, many well-educated Filipinos can easily notice a problem, okay, um, and can hear some grammatical mistakes. And instead of correcting them or helping you, um, I've actually noticed that they make fun of the person who couldn't deliver excellent English, okay? Um, and really, um, if they are correcting, they do it in a very sarcastic and arrogant way, like, oh, you don't say it like that, you say this. Now, this is the problem um, that I'm not trying to be judgmental here, but it is an observation, okay? If we are not prepared to help people and give a hand up, this is going to keep certain countries in a particular position, okay? It is very similar with social gaps here as well. Um, when people make it out of, say, poverty and get themselves to a certain position, instead of helping other people up, there, there's a tendency I've observed to look down and disassociate from those people and almost like sneer at them and say, oh, well, look, you know, you, you live in that place now and I, I got out of there, so nothing to do with me. And that is a real shame. That is a real shame. But, you know, I am a foreigner here. And I'm not judging this, I'm just saying it does seem a shame, okay? I think that it would be better to help your fellow human being up, give them a hand up and just look on them and, and sort of look down on them, okay? So don't be intimidated, even if someone is doing that to you, and that's really hard, I want to give you a safe space to practice, um, and hopefully you will take up that offer, okay? Um, now, look, at the end of the day, I am not describing the Filipino characters here, personality, okay? It's just partly the reason why I've noticed perhaps some people have no to little confidence in speaking English, all right, and have a problem learning it, all right? Another issue is that sometimes that there are financial difficulties, as we said, and clearly, please bear in mind, we live in the ring of fire, or on the ring of fire, and, you know, we're hit by typhoon, monsoon, earthquakes, hurricanes, volcanic eruptions, mudslides, dengue. I mean, seriously, the list could go on. I mean, we have a lot of challenges here, so it is hard because we're always like, one step forward, 10 back, really. Um, but, you know, it is important that we try and push forward on this to try and ensure that as many, certainly children as possible, can get access to this type of learning that is required because it is the key that opens the door to the rest of the world and financial freedom. Honestly, English is important, period. Um, there is also potentially a little bit of um, a disinterest, a bit of, I would hesitate to call it laziness. Um, many Filipinos have said to me themselves, they're lazy, they're too lazy to learn English. I don't know why they call it lazy, not quite sure, but it's a, another perception that I've observed and have been told that from other Filipinos, so I'm not too sure. But in general, I, I know plenty of other Filipinos who really do want to try and improve their English. So it varies, like every culture, uh, there are people who do and people who don't, okay? Um, the big one is financial difficulties. I think accessing um, this type of uh, support, unless you're in a public, um, like, you know, a nice private school, as it were, um, that is going to be a problem. Um, also, 
when we look at it, um, it is probably the most populated country of the world. Um, and, you know, the, the poorest family includes so many children and parents are just incapable of supporting their children's studies. It's a real shame. And this is, again, another reason why the Street Kids Foundation, we want to get off the ground and try and help that and also help those parents to provide this at home. We want to almost like almost provide the education to the parents too. So we actually don't just keep filling the gap and putting a sticking plaster on it. We're trying to make change happen, but it's not going to happen overnight. Um, big, big, big mountains to climb, um, but we're up for a challenge. Another problem is to be able to accelerate the way of teaching, okay? Um, because we, we find that things are just not changing, the same units, the same routine academic structure is being used and if the level of unit course English is not changing we're not going to see much improvement in people's English over the course of generations here. Um, the English curriculum clearly is taught um, and it's been extended for another two more years in high school I understand all right so hopefully we would expect that you would get a more of a challenge in learning English because of this extension However, there is a lack of reading and writing practice and loads of incorrect spelling because of massive social media use here. Um, if anything, the access to cell phones is, is more prolific, right? Um, it's kind of a necessity for, for many people here. Um, and of course, that, coupled with just this short chat, is just meaning that people are ty not really even typing the entire word or sentence, and it's adding to the problem, okay? So spelling is an issue. So pronunciation and confidence is one. And then I would say spelling is another, the next one. So what you've got to do is you've got to get those list of words and you've got to ensure you're getting them right. Practice 10 minutes every day, people, and you're going to start to see things improving. Um, also, there's difficulty with grammar and proficiency in English. Um, simply, again, as I've said, um, sometimes college grad students um, are still not quite good in English, even if you've got loads of years of study at school. So, um, when we think about it, those who need more English knowledge are undergoing training in like BPOs, uh, business English courses for their job. But however, at the end of the day, um, it, it varies. It depends whether you can afford to get this education or not. There are famous and big universities here that teach more advanced English and, and private colleges that give each student more time and focus. So, you know, it depends. If you've got access to the money, the finance, you're fine. You know, if not, you're not so lucky. So this is where we talk about social justice and the fact of the problem that poverty is uh, continuing to keep many of these issues there and very real and relevant. And I would say that that is the saddest thing of all, um, because a lot of the Filipinos I've spoken to have a lot to say for themselves. You know, many want to have good conversations and debate, but they fear how they are sounding. Um, they don't want to face this kind of, as I say, this elitism really which said oh you know you don't say it like that or oh, what do you know you know this is what i've encountered um, and it is a real real shame okay so i'm hoping that we can you know make a little bit of a difference here and give you some courage and motivation to try try some sessions yourself okay just have a chat come into a group session and just experience how much fun it can be we just laugh we play with the english language and you start to relax and the grammar falls into place there's also um, a little bit of a crisis, I'd say probably in the Philippines health, uh, sorry, the education system and the health system is another matter again altogether. Um, you know, really the COVID pandemic caused a lot of trouble, right? It absolutely did. Um, and, you know, as I say, there is this big gap between the rich and the poor. Um, so really, um, how should I put it? The issues increased in COVID um, and worsened, I think, the status where we are. 
um, it meant that distance learning via the internet or TV were ordered. But of course, as we all know, sometimes it's very hard for you to get access to the internet, even hard for me sometimes to get access to the internet here. So, you know, that was kind of a bit crazy, but it was just what the rest of the world was doing. Um, we've got a mixture of them with online classes, printouts, lessons on TV and social platforms. It was challenging to say the least, okay? Um, and it brings another issue into the current system really because of these complications. Because millions of Filipinos just don't have access to computers and all these other digital tools to make blended learning even work. Um, tech in learning affects many students really. Um, the main ones here are, if you have money for mobile load as I know, a lack of a decent gadget or device. Um, if you get caught in the rain like I have, suddenly your touchscreen stops working and you know you can't afford to like replace things all the time. Um, it's very difficult. There's poor internet signal all over the Philippines. It varies depending on where you are. Um, and also then the students are struggling to focus and learn online because they might be in very crowded and noisy environments at home and the parents lack the knowledge of their children's lessons. So it's all of it is like doubling down on this problem. Um, we are trying to do a lot here and trying to get like you know sort of centers available where there are learning centers. And as I say, that's one of my biggest goals here um, is to bring um, kids in for an hour and really give them not just English coaching, but entrepreneurial skills and feed them and then hopefully give them a sense that somebody cares and to motivate them to help them see a way out of their own poverty trap. Um, but that's going to take some time. So, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. And we need as much support as we can get really to do that. Um, when we look at it, the biggest problem, I suppose, and um, top education issues a lot is obviously the quality of it, the budget, because, you know, just not allowing the money to do this. There's a big social divide here as well. No fair learning access in the country. So for you all, if you're facing these, I really do feel these problems for you. Now, what can I suggest that you can do okay, to try and improve yourself? Well, first and foremost, um, clearly, if you can listen to me, you must be able to access some form of internet. All right, so that's the good news. Get yourself over to a site called engu.com. It is brilliant and it contains a wealth, a wealth of information. So engu is E-N-G-O-O-O-O.com. Okay, totally free and you can access downloadable worksheets and practice things and you can hear people speaking by clicking on different, you know, sort of um, speaker sounds and you can hear the word pronounced. So if you can't afford any coaching sessions at all, then that's what you can do. Also, remember, I am offering right nine free places for 40 minute coaching session with me. So please, if you want to take advantage of that, if you want to go for the, the English confidence and speaking pronunciation one, you can enter that one. OK, there's three places available on that. The link is down below. Get yourself in there and let's see whether we can help you in a free session, okay, to enable you to at least get some top tips from me and to guide you. The other thing I would say, find somebody who is perhaps more proficient in English than you are and try to pair up together, meet for coffee or just hang out together and try to swap, okay, different sort of conversations and ask them to help you. Um, clearly, not everybody will help you, but we've got to get you feeling confident. And if you know somebody who's struggling and you're better at English, maybe you could be that person, all right? Help them, offer to be their buddy, and kind of hang out with them and just help them increase it and gently encourage them. But ultimately speaking, it is practice and confidence to speak out loud. So take part, try and set up. Look, there's plenty of very talented Filipino bloggers out there, okay? Set up a YouTube channel, start talking about it, get your own channel up, or get your own podcast, you know? Oh, 
this would be great, all right? Come on my show. I'd love to interview you. But what I'm trying to say is practice getting your confidence up, all right? And the only way to do it is by speaking and speaking and speaking. Um, so at the end of the day, if you do all of those things, it will help you. Also try to read widely because the more that you read, okay, the better you're going to be. Now, this might be a challenge if you don't have reading ability. This is why it is a problem in the Philippines, I believe, because many of you do not have the correct reading level for where you should be, sadly. Um, again, this is something I really want to work on to offer some free reading support here, both for you know children and adult learners. Um, I think it's a, a skill that you take for granted. If you live in the West or you live in a developed country, you probably think this sounds crazy. How could anyone not read? It happens, people. Hello. Okay, We are not on a level playing field. And this is what makes me a bit mad when I went through the pandemic with all my lovely brothers and sisters here in the Philippines is that everybody's behaving like, oh, everything's fine because we can just go online and you can work from home and all this. Yeah, okay, great. Developed country, fabulous. Okay, USA, Canada, UK, hello, you know, Europe, fine. New Zealand, absolutely, I agree. Even Korea, Singapore, right, doing nicely. Hong Kong, hello, right, China, yes. But developing countries could not compete in the same way. And I think that the, the people in these countries have been largely forgotten. And it makes me very passionate about what I'm trying to do here um, in very difficult circumstances myself. You know, we should not forget that just because you have it OK in your country does not mean automatically everybody else is in the same situation. And do not judge people until you have literally lived in that country and experienced what it's like. This is why I will defend the Philippines and the Filipino people to the death, actually, because I know what it's like. You know, before I came and, and obviously ended up locking down here and spending three years of my life here, becoming like a non Filipino, I guess, in a way, um, you know, look, I wouldn't have understood half of it. But equally, I wouldn't have, like, sounded off about it and judged and criticized and commented on it because I know no better. I don't know what it's like, so how can I comment on it, okay? So we need to be very careful about what we're doing here. There are many reasons why things are the way they are here. Some of them I can't speak about for political reasons, which I don't want to get involved in because I am not here to talk politics, and I'm not supposed to be talking politics because I'm a foreigner and a guest here in this country. And so at the end of the day, all I do know is the Filipino people are amazing people. The country is an amazing country with huge potential, okay? There are masses of challenges ahead. And if you are a Filipino here and your challenge is English, I hope that I've given you some idea of what you can do to help improve your English. I absolutely want to help each and every one of you wherever I can to get the help that you need and the support and the confidence to go forward, all right? Um, whether it be getting that free session with me online, okay, or you finding partners that you can hang out with and do coffee with. Hey, you know, hey, we'll all go do coffee together, right? Okay, um, I don't know how we're going to make that happen, but uh, maybe we should have a coffee and coaching club, right? Totally free of charge and we just sit and have coffee, all right? I don't know how we do that, but maybe we can make that happen. Um, it is a bit difficult for me um, and possibly difficult for all of you because of logistics and just obviously the, the whole situation with, with where we all are. But if we could do something like that and it would help a group of you, then maybe I'd be open to that. So if you do have a bright idea like that, message me on Telegram and let's see if we can put anything together to help that, you know, make that happen. And business coaching, uh, mentoring, interview coaching. Um, clearly, I don't have loads of time in my schedule. Uh, because my focus has to be on what I'm doing here online with all of my lovely clients and 
students worldwide. But as you know, I try and give some of my time completely free of charge. And so this would be something that I could possibly look to do to help a group of you if it's going to make a difference in your life and you're serious about it. Let's talk about how we could make something like that happen and test it out. Um, thanks to the generous um, sponsor that we've had, um, that might be possible for me to do a few of those sessions and see how it goes. But it depends on my health as well, because my health has to hold up to this as well. And um, yeah, all right. So look, everybody, I hope this has given you some great enthusiastic motivation to give you hope that your English here, even in the Philippines, if you don't think it's great, still better than you imagine. And keep trying, okay? Try to get some reading done if you can read. If you can't read, then try to listen. Listen to the podcast, listen to YouTube, and then try and copy. Try and repeat back what you're hearing, okay? Um, attempt to do that. Um, write down if you are able to write down um, what you're hearing and try and make sense of it, okay? You will all have different levels and different challenges, but I'm confident that together we can find a solution that will help many of you to lift your game and to feel better about your English so that, you know, you can really proudly, yeah, feel like you can speak in both of your languages or many. You know, I bet you know loads more than even I do, right? You've got so many different dialects here. Um, but ultimately, I want the Filipino people to be just as proud um, of their abilities as any other speaker of English as a second language. So keep going, keep fighting, Laban, Galing, and I'll see you soon. See you later. And sorry to interrupt at the very end here. Just before I go, I would like to say a big thank you to all of you who listen to the podcast. Thank you for making it such a great show it is. I would like to also request something else. If you have found anything that I share with you here of help and benefit to you and would like to support my free podcast to continue remaining free for you, please do consider donating via the link below. You can find it, buy me a coffee, and it enables me to continue doing these podcasts and also supporting those of you who cannot afford high-level coaching. It really does make a difference, and thank you in advance. Stay safe and keep going.